Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is with Michael Dominic. He's a photojournalist. He's a filmmaker, a storyteller, and he recently won the Best Documentary Feature uh, for a film that he has created, filmed, put together, edited over the course of about eight years called Clean Hands. Check it out online. And yeah, the Best uh, Documentary Feature by the unanimous jury decision at Cinequest Film Festival. This is a film about a family in Nicaragua living by a garbage dump and their uh, hope and their desire to to get out of that and to sort of make a new life uh, in in a variety of ways and this is this is a film about poverty it's about humanizing others it's about um, trying to bring perspective to our own worldview. It's about the ethics of cinema verite, of, of stepping into a family, into a life, into somebody else's world and trying to record it in a way that, you know, makes sense and is respectful. And uh, it, it's a film about, about wonder and curiosity and mystery and, and, and about empathy. And uh, um, yeah, our versions of truth, our truth, their truth, and what exactly does that mean to people who watch films like this and, and to storytellers as well. Uh, Clean Hands, you're going to want to see it. It's it's engaging, it's challenging, and it's uh, it's a beautiful film to watch. Coming right up, Michael. Dominic, don't forget, you can get behind the work I'm doing here at Face to Face. If you want to support what I'm doing, you can do that financially through Patreon. We're looking for monthly subscribers. We're also looking for advertisers to uh, uh, start advertising on Face to Face. We've got a great following. We, we have close to 20,000 Twitter followers and uh, over a million uh, downloads uh, now, uh, which is crazy to me. And uh, it's uh, still going strong and building thing, uh, you know, building a bigger audience all the time. So if you want to advertise with us, please, please reach out. And um, yeah, um, davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing, my speaking. You can find out more there. And, and don't forget rabble.ca as well for a whole host of not other interviews, podcasts, blogs, uh, pieces of news that you, you you don't want to miss. Coming right up, Michael Dominic talking about his new documentary, Clean Hands. 
Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest today. Uh, I believe he's, well, not on the other side of the world, but certainly on the other side of the continent. Michael Dominic is here to talk to us today about uh, his new film, Clean Hands. Michael, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Are you actually on, you know, I, as I was saying that, I, I really have no idea where you are. So <laughs> maybe, maybe you're maybe you're like sitting up, you know, north or, northern Ontario. I yeah. mean, where, where, where are you yeah. anyway? I am uh, currently in San Jose, California. San Jose, California, and yet, and, and and folks, just so you know, for those listening at home, he's he's sitting outside, and and I don't know if he's as quite as cold as we are here in Toronto today, but uh, cold enough to have a fire lit. So uh, yeah, th- thanks for <laughs> thanks for roughing it there, Michael. No problem. <laughs> So you are at Cinequest, and you're going to be at the San Diego Latino Film Festival next week. You are Is this kind of the, the world premiere of the film, Clean Hands? Yeah, the world premiere this Saturday here at Cinequest. I'm very excited and nervous. Excited and nervous, yeah. So Saturday yeah. is is the night, and how? Um, what's your sense? I mean, I'm sure lots of people have seen the film already, that, you know, people around you. How are you feeling going into it other than being nervous? I feel good. I've got a really good positive response from people. Uh, I'm proud of it. So, you know, I can't say much more than that. I'm, I'm super proud of it. And uh, I, I think, you know, from the sense I'm getting from the, the people that have seen it and the festivals that have been me, um, I, I think we're going to have a good run. So why don't you try to, um, you, before I start, you know, asking you um, some more sort of pointed questions about about the film shot over over seven years, a huge amount of uh, you know of, of your time and your life, quite a, quite a, quite a, a passionate commitment to to telling this story. Can you can you kind of lay a little bit of groundwork for us? Uh, give us a little bit of context about what about what Clean Hands really is all about. Um, about the film itself. Yeah, yeah, or 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 oh. or, or about how you even I mean, and, and you know, and how you stepped into the story and 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 and. You know, I mean, a seven seven year uh, making of a film is a, is is quite a commitment. Yeah. Um, well, I was a photojournalist uh, on assignment in Nicaragua for a European newspaper, and I had done a bunch of different stories down there, from cockfighting to bull riders. And a friend of mine uh, who was doing another documentary, she. Uh, recommended that I go visit La Chureca, which is the garden in Managua. Um, so I did, and as soon as I saw it, I, I knew that I wanted to do something to tell the story of the people that lived and worked there. Um, so I decided before the end of that trip that I was going to come back and start shooting, and that's exactly what I did. So when you when you actually you know hit record and 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 you started you know um, um, stepping stepping into this story, I mean I would imagine uh, pr- pretty unknown territory, and yet photojournalists, I'm sure you've seen things you know like this before. What what where where did you start? Was it just you you arrived at the dump you 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 hit record and started you know meeting people, or was was it a little more intentional than that? It was. I mean, it was a little both, I think. I um, I knew that I, I needed to find certain people that had things going on. Because this is a cinema verite. It's not, um, 
it's it's not a sit down interview type of documentary. It's following people's lives. So I wanted to meet people there that were working and who had interesting stories uh, that were going on in their lives. Um, and I followed a bunch of different subjects before I found the family. Uh, I didn't find the family that I that is the center of of clean hands until I think my third trip. And is I uh, I saw the kids. The, the first time you see the kids in the film, that's the first time I I saw the kids. Uh, at they were digging through fish at uh, a fish truck that dumps the carcasses at the dump. And as soon as I saw them and I realized that they saw me, but they had such an ease in front of the camera. As mm. soon as I, I reali realized that I, I was, um, I knew that they were going to be a, a big part of the film. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, it's a, it really is interesting when you say the, the ease in front of the camera, cause it makes me, it, it's, it, raises questions just about you know how how you change the environment stepping into it i'm sure you've thought a great deal about that as a photojournalist the moment you pull out a camera you know things change people smile they they pose uh, absolutely. you know so 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 yeah love love to go down that route a little bit with you from a you know okay. just even an ethical perspective and, and and a storytelling perspective did did you ever feel over that wow again 7 years and by the way congratulations on the film it's uh thank you yeah a remarkable achievement and um, um, and and uh, compelling and and engaging and and heartbreaking all at the same time. It's uh, uh, and yet and yet ultimately, I think sort of. Um, um, can, can I use the word triumphant? Is that is that a is that is that the right word to use? Um, I think cautiously triumphant. Cautious, cautiously triumphant. <laughs> if that's a thing, even. But yeah, I I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ethically, um, yeah. When you introduce anybody into a situation, it changes, and when you turn on a camera, it changes even more. Um, and when I started uh, this, I thought that I would be working with some other people, but I quickly decided that it, it had to just be me and one local person, um, because the more you are in a situation, the more people you have. Um, you, you you pollute the situation and the situation becomes focused on the crew. And so I didn't have a crew. It was, you know, 90% of the time, it's just me there. I had someone that speak, uh, an associate producer um, from there who spoke Spanish and uh, he, uh, he translated for me when necessary because my Spanish regretfully is still terrible. Um, it's, it's language isn't my strong suit. Um, but yeah, ethically, uh, you know, for me making a documentary, I always have to ask myself, why am I doing this? Mm. You know, and, and you know, I have to. I have to like the answer to continue, you know, it's right, right. How many, you know, that's really interesting. How many times do you ask yourself a question like that over, over the period of seven years? Cause I would imagine when you, the, from the first day you met the family and you'd hit record, you say your third trip, you probably didn't think seven years to make the film. No, when I first started, I thought I was going to be filming for maybe a year. I was going to put something together in another year, editing maybe less. And I would have a film, out uh you know five years ago but uh, right. six years ago because it's eight years now uh 
but it didn't work out that way. You know, you've seen the film, uh, their circumstances change quite dramatically. Um, there are things that, that happen that kind of take twists and turns. And I knew that I had to follow these things to a, re a resolution or at least as close to one as I could get. And but what, yeah, I, I had to ask myself, I think I ask myself that every day, you know, like, why, why am I doing this? And sometimes when I would run out of money, I'd be, I'd really ask myself, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. Cause it, this is this, this kind of, a, this kind of storytelling, there's, there's probably not a whole lot of uh, financial payoff. This is, this is not, uh, uh, you know, this is probably not going to find a wide audience, right? No, I don't, you know, I don't know how big the audience will be, but, uh, you know, when you make something straight years, if you have grants and funding, and uh, I'm not a good grant writer, so I, I, re I really didn't apply for too many, um, I, you, you, you just are never going to really make your, your money back. I, I can't see, see how that could be possible with all the time put into it. Well, I've been I've been interviewing documentarians, and I just have such a huge amount of respect for the commitment and the passion and the and the intention and 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 all of that. I mean, the things. I mean, I remember interviewing. Um, I believe it was uh, Angelia Nair, a Canadian filmmaker, who was making a film, Gunrunner, mm -hmm. and I believe at the five year mark, she 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 either lost the hard drives or they were stolen and so oh. you know you're almost back like you just you how, how, i mean no here you're saying you're asking yourself the question why am i doing this every day right and and this right. is this is a, this is a huge huge mountain to climb it seems to me so again yeah sure. again again congratulations what do you um thank you well I just I want to clarify. Yeah. You know, I made I made a I made a joke. The, the the reason I ask myself why I'm doing it is, you know, am I am I doing it for myself or am I doing it to tell a story? Right. And and the and the answer of course has to be I'm doing this to tell a, a story that that is doing service to the world. The part about like oh God why am I doing this? That's that's just a joke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, so there was there was never any existential doubt on your part. This was you were you were always fully in. You were going to see this through. I I was. There were times. Yeah, that's uh, cool. After because I I shot for three and a half years and then uh, the break of about well three years and then a break of about four years for that to the end. Um, and there were times during that break I thought, oh my God, I'm never going to finish this film. Oh, I would, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would think. I would, I mean, any, any, it doesn't any artist. I mean, aren't they? I'm not suggesting you were necessarily plagued by doubt, but there, again, mountain to climb. I mean, the gar the garbage dump becomes almost a metaphor for, <laughs> for, for yeah. the for the journey. It, it does. Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. It really so does. so so, tell me a little bit more about your background. I mean, did you did you go into this thinking I have an idea of the story I want to tell? I I want to. Uh, I mean, can we talk a little bit more about the specifics and, and this woman, Mary Ellen, who comes alongside this family, who clearly is struggling, who lives in this garbage dump, who, yeah. you know, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, like any great film, uh, Michael, it's layered, right? I mean, this film is about so much more than, than what we're actually watching in front of our eyes. I mean, there's so much going yeah. on the, the, below the surface. Uh, yeah, there, there, there is, and and for me, when I, you know, these days documentaries, um, you know, are kind of in the Michael Moore style documentary where it's, 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 it's a point of view. You're, you're told, you know, this is what I think about it. 
This is what can be done about it. And you're kind of given a solution. You're kind of spoof fed uh, what, what, that, what the story is. And that's not what I like to do. I like just to tell actual story and let the, the viewers really um, come to their own conclusions. At what point, you know, that's also really interesting because it, it seems to me that, that a lot of films are kind of made in the editing room, I suppose. I have no idea how much footage you actually shot, but over that long period of time, you must have had a lot of choices to make. And how yes. how, how do you not sort of, and especially as you get to know these kids and this family, and, and, and I would imagine in a pretty intimate way, as the film goes on, the storytelling goes on, We, I, I felt like I knew this family in a pretty intimate way and, and felt like I was sort of stepping into to, to scenes that was not embarrassing, but wow, am I, am I even allowed to be here? And I guess that's the beauty of Cinema Verite, I suppose. I mean, that those scenes... Uh... I mean, that's that's really what Verite is about. When you feel like, am I, am I supposed to be here? Because I felt that way too when I, I right. was there. And th- there were very few times that they, they happened when, when they would ask me, you know, stop filming now. Mm. And I would do it, of course, you know, because that's that's their truth. And I'm not about to, I, I, I don't want to overstep their... Um, their privacy. I don't want to, you know, invade their privacy. I, I want to tell the story that, as it is. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it that was what was the beautiful thing of this family. The kids and the um, uh, the parents were very at ease in front of the camera, and they were very uh, open with their lives. What do you th- what what do you think is the motivation for a family like this to say yes, come alongside us and 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 film? Um, it, it, do you think they were hoping that you were going to be uh, uh, a catalyst for change, or you were some sort of you know pebble in the bigger pond, if you know what I mean? Uh, or is, you know, or did they truly want to? You know, I love your phrase about their truth, and I just I wrote down our truth, their truth. You know, not that it's ever right. that, not that it's ever that polarized, because there's so many different sort of you know perspectives and sure. understandings. But yeah, can can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, and that's the advice I give. You know, people ask me, you know, I, I want to make a documentary. Uh, what what advice can you give me? And that's the pretty much the only thing that that I tell them. I'm, I always say, tell their truth and not your own. And that's really my guiding principle. Uh, you know, I, and when in the editing room, like we were just talking about. Um, I try to keep it as real as possible. I, I don't like to manipulate uh, any of the footage. You no, know, I have to edit it, obviously. I get the essence of what actually happened always. And a lot of people, um, I think there are a lot of filmmakers out there that, that make men's rules for themselves, perhaps. Yeah, so so you, you say bend, bending, bending the rules. Yeah, I, that's that's nothing that I that I do. And is that when you say bending the rules, it's really interesting. Uh, do you do you sort of mean the, the uh, you might you might go with a longer take, for instance, rather than editing, uh, like juxtaposing one comment over another? <clears throat> is is that the kind of thing you mean? Yeah, I think I think sometimes people um, in documentary, uh, you know, not good filmmakers. But there are filmmakers out there and journalists out there that maybe take things out of context or. Or, you know, they try to 
take the footage and make it say what they want it to mm, say opposed mm. to what it's actually saying. Well, I think it's interesting that you, you went down that path a little bit because I think that's what the what, what I was trying to get at with the question. I mean, my background, as my listeners will know, is academically, academically is philosophy, but 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 driven and 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 uh, by by hmm, social change, wanting to change the world, wanting to say you know things can can be different, and 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 working in this world of international development, I've I've seen a lot of these kinds of things and these kinds of you know interventions, and you know a white Westerner coming into a country and saying, hey, I can help, and here's here's my idea of how to help, and I just thought it was fascinating the the scenes with Mary Ellen and 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 how yeah. she steps into it you know with good intention and and with a real passionate desire to 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 come alongside and and to to make a difference in this family's life and and you just got to wonder uh well at certainly at that point i wondered where we were heading and and i just i kind of wonder if you uh did too as you stepped into this story was that part of your hope that that you would be able to make a comment about about the way we approach development you know i mean this is i mean michael this is a film about education this is a you know it's a bit, I mean, it's about gender disparity you know this is a uh, it, there's it, there's a lot going on here yeah and i and i think it, it's very interesting different people react to in different ways um you know I, I, how i think however you slice it whatever um political take you want to put a spin on she's a hero you know whatever uh however anyone feels about it you know she's she's trying to do good in the world she does this in in the united states as well but i think some people are also offended by it um i'm sure they are but you know she uh she really just wants you know, she found out about the family through a friend of mine, um, and I actually went to her to try to raise money to make this film. Oh, fa- uh, that's interesting. I had heard it. And so, before I could ask her for money, uh, she she asked me, "How can I help this family?" Hmm. And uh, I she and she told me the projects that she does here in the states, and decided that she would go. And it was them. Um, I don't think it worked out quite as well as she had hoped. But, um, you know, kids, you know, however you feel about a white Westerner coming in to save the day for people of color, um, those kids would be in a much worse situation had it not been for her intervention. I'm not sure they would all be alive. At, At the very least, they would be sniffing glue at the you know, in Managua, um, the situation would be far, far worse. They would never have learned to read or write. Well, I, you know, and I'm so glad you said that because I think, you know, it's the kind of film I think that, that, that every political science student should have to watch and then, you know, write a piece about. I think it's every development student should watch this, be, you know, come in with good intentions, uh, come in with an understanding of, you know, uh, what what it means, uh, you know, to to 
um, build capacity, like all, all these phrases we use, right? And, you know, and when, when, where does the line between, you know, relief and, and aid end? And when, and, 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 and is it easy to, to, to back away? Because as you, you note throughout the film, Mary Ellen stays alongside. And so at what point is enough enough? You know, there's so many questions right. that are raised that, that are so relevant and so important. And yet, as you wisely point out, things would be very different had this person not not come alongside this family that's right and and i i'm you know for, for me i'm glad that she she did because i love these kids you know i'm still in touch with the family and and the grandmother i'm sorry are you there yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, oh, uh, I, I, bet, I bet you're still in touch. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, you're, okay. you're breaking up a little bit, but I, we'll, we'll keep going, and, and I think, I think it's okay. going to be okay. To, but, but yeah, every now and then you're kind of fading out just a tiny bit here and there. Okay. Um, yeah. So you were saying you were just saying you're, you're still very much in touch uh, with, the, with the kids. Yeah, I'm in touch with the kids, and and uh, the grandmother. She actually uh, sort of skyped me the other day. Um, or about a month or so ago, um, from where she lives, you know, she, she, her granddaughter had a smartphone and, and I got to see her, which I hadn't seen her in about a year. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's amazing. Well, how could you not become a part of this family? Like stepping, stepping into that. Was there ever a point for you personally where you wanted to intervene and you didn't because you were trying to stay true to the story, stay true to the film and, and, and not you know, cross that line. Absolutely. I mean, every, every day, I mean, how, how can, could I not, you know, how do you watch children eat garbage mm. and not want to feed them? Um, you know, that, that, that caused a lot of sleepless nights. I mean, here I am a, a, a Westerner. I, I sleep in a, a bed at night in, in Nicaragua. Um, and these kids are, are eating garbage and and living in poverty that you you it's hard to even imagine without actually seeing it mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean so every every day but i knew uh that my job and as a photojournalist is the same thing my job is to document and the it's for the greater good if if i can make this film and show it to people it will hopefully affect more change than just what I could do for for just this family. Right, right. Almost a almost a utilitarian sort of moral stance in a way. Um, I, I got to say, Michael, one of the I mean, there's so many images in the film. The 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 the, the realism, the stark realism, is is going to stay with me for some time. And um, but there is one scene in particular where where the I think the brother and the sister are are, are uh, collecting ketchup packs and and yeah and, yeah and and i think she says to him or he says to her how many how many ketchups did you find and and yeah. it just wow it just and i and i work in this sector and i and i've i've um, uh, there's a very famous uh, uh, as i'm sure there is in many uh, cities around the world and in, in the majority world but in in cambodia and i've done work in cambodia for years stun and it's a it's a dump mm-hmm. like this and a whole sort of village has sort of sprung up around the dump and there's it's almost like this sort of micro economy that that exists and so those, for for me those scenes of the garbage trucks coming in and people sort of waiting for the best garbage if you will um yeah. uh, was uh, really uh, 
uh, really very compelling for me, and I'm sure for for most audiences. So, so just uh, so you're you're about to step into uh, your first festival screening. So you haven't actually gone through any any Q, like any live Q and A yet after after the film. Not at all. Very very excited and a little uh, nervous. I haven't seen an audience. You're one of the few people um, that have seen it. Other than festivals, you know, festival screeners, but that I've spoken to anyway. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, this is this is like this is like your first. Is this like your first interview as well? No, I've, I've done a few interviews uh, in the last in the last week. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Well, I'm 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 fully suspecting uh, many 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 people are going to get to see this film over over the next few years. You know, there's a moment where Blanca says, you know, the her, uh, and I don't want to say too much, and I'm sure you don't either for people who might listen to the interview before sure. before the festivals. But you know, she makes a comment about about, and I think it speaks into this whole idea of intervention, and and it must have been quite a because it comes through as a quite a palpable moment in the film. Um, where she says, "I never, I've never received a gift like this before," and yeah, it's and a beautiful moment. It, it's it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Oh, it's in the trailer as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. So oh. we can talk about that. We can. Yeah, yeah. So we can talk about that because I think I think it really does sort of speak to the cynics in the room, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. She says, um, uh, she says, "I've never received a gift like this before." Beds for my children. And, you know, it is, for me, it's one of the most moving uh, moments in the film. Do you you have a new position? Uh, Were were you more of a cynic before you started shooting this family, this this story, Clean Hands? As a photojournalist, are you uh, on on a, uh, yeah, are you you standing on different ground today? I mean, obviously, as a person, you are, uh, the experiences you've had over the seven-year period. But where do you stand on this whole idea of, of development, of coming alongside somebody and, and let, uh, you know, offering a, a helping hand. I think, uh, you, you know, I think education is, is more important than just aid, of course, but, you know, it, you know, give a man a, a fish, give a man, a, you know, teach a man to fish, that kind of thing. But I, I think, um, I think we have to help whoever we can, however we can. I have always I've always felt that way. That's why I, I want to make a film like this to begin with. Um, I, th- I think it's important to to to, to do service in the world, however that is. And for me, I, I happen to be a, a visual person, so and, and able to tell a story. So that's what I do. What you do is, you know, you do your radio show and 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 shine light on other types of things. Mm. I think you know one of the one yeah, of the real, have, yeah yeah one of the real one one of the significant and I and I'm with you on that I agree it's it's how you know how can we and that's one of the reasons why I do you know I do the podcast and the whole idea is to talk to people like you to hopefully others will hear will want to see the film they'll resonate in one way or another and you know and kind of step into it if you will right <laughs> you right, know step right. step into their lives in a, in a just maybe a tiny bit more of an intentional way and 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 roll up their sleeves whatever the heck you know 
that 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 actually means. But um, you know, I think one of the things for me about about this type of filmmaking and this film in particular is that it's a it's kind of a leveler, if you will. You know that I, I couldn't help but think of that phrase there. But for the grace of God, go I. You know whether or not mm-hmm. you whether or not you believe in a God is irrelevant, it seems to me. But the the tone of that phrase is you know. It, it, but what did Bono say? It's it's an accident of geography that. That, right. That, that you know that when there's another beautiful moment with the kids near the end of the film, or you know, getting closer to the towards the end of the film, where you know they just say something to the effect of, you know, we just want to learn, you know, we we want to move right. forward, and and isn't that kind of like the message? Isn't that where we're all sort of sitting to some degree? It's exactly that. I mean, half of the world has too much, and half of the world has nothing. Mm. So, you know. It, it, for me, part of it was humanizing these people. And now with the current administration that we have here in the United States, demonizing, uh, you know, people of color, specifically Latinos, you know, these people could be part of the so-called caravan. But, mm. you know, so so for, for, you know, to show them as they are, as lovable as these kids are, you know, I hope that, that it's people here in the United States, you know, can have empathy for them because, you know, I, I feel like our empathy here in the United States has, has lines drawn, you know, and empathy should cross all borders. Mm. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great line. It's like, yeah, if you don't get extend, we can extend the metaphor, but the wall, the walls are, uh, uh, built, built around our empathetic, uh, sensibilities or our empathetic response. I think, I think, I think you're absolutely right. It's really, you know, I've often asked the question of, of people like you, you know, why, why, why did a story like this strike you in a particular way that said, I need to pick up a camera and tell it for others. I need other, you know, their truth, our truth, you know, and, and, and how is it that so many of us can just kind of, you know, walk on by as it were. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I, you know, for me personally, I'm just very curious, mm. you know, I, I, I think that's why I like to take photographs and, and, and tell stories. I, I, I just, and when I'm, I'm nosy, you know, and I'm sitting down <laughs> next to somebody. I start asking them about, you know, personal things because I want to know what, you know, what makes people tick and mm. what, what they're thinking. So I think, um, you know, I think that's that's part of it, too. You know, just just being curious and, and kind of nosy. <laughs> I think, you know what, I think that's actually really great advice and maybe a lovely way to sort of end, end our conversation and for, for today. Okay. But this idea that, you know, to be a great filmmaker, to be a great human being, you've got to be curious and you've got to be nosy. Uh, be, be, at least a little bit. At least a little bit. And I think, I mean, if, if yeah. I can sort of peel back the layers on that, I mean, basically what you're saying is we need, we need to ask better questions. And, 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 there, and, 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 and there's truth to be found in story, I think. You know, is that, is that a fair assessment? I think so, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Michael, thank you. Thanks so much uh, for your time today. We've been talking with uh, Michael Dominic, who's currently at Cinequest and anxiously waiting for uh, um, Saturday night, uh, no doubt, uh, where the premiere of his his new film, Clean Hands. Michael, thanks uh, for your time. Appreciate it. And, and I wish you wish you well as you step into the next, uh, I would imagine, few months. What What is the next few months looking like for you? Um, well, we, we, you know, more festivals and, uh, and just, 
uh, yeah, just more festivals and trying to get this licensed. It's fantastic. And and for those of us who are uh, interested, cleanhandsmovie.com. We've been talking to Michael Dominic about his new film, Clean Hands. Thank, thanks for your time today, Michael. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.